you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. This is episode number 099 of the Reno Slant. If anyone can come over to my house and cut my hair, I will pay top dollar. I'm serious. Welcome to the Reno Slant, the weekly Nevada sports podcast. Unbelievable. Home to an award-winning sports writer, his Nevada alum brother, exclusive interviews, and occasionally aggressive banter about Nevada football, Nevada basketball, and pretty much everything else Nevada. Well, everything except the departure of a certain basketball coach. We don't talk about that. Here are your bro hosts, Adam and Nathan Schaub. On this week's episode of The Reno Slants. We are now opening weekly yearbook number five. Jalen Harris has declared for the NBA draft to the surprise of hopefully none of you. That isn't a huge shock. The question now becomes, will he be back next year? Because that is certainly still in the cards. Adam and I will get into that. Essentially, right after we pushed the publish button last week, Sisolak dropped the hammer on golf courses. But the PGA has other plans. We might have some sports to watch on TV here soon, folks. And then, of course, Adam's going to look for something positive. We have a guest for the third straight week on the podcast. We're bringing back Nevada baseball coach TJ Bruce, who did not tell me he was going on NSN yesterday, that turkey. So we try to have a conversation a little bit different, I'm sure, than what he talked about on NSN. He's basically coming for our jobs at this point. This is his third time on the podcast and second time in a few months. Covered a lot of ground. How are he and and the team moving forward through the coronavirus fallout? Did did some looking back on the very weird 2020 season that was. There are some guys on the team who are going to have some decisions to make here coming up. We talked about how he works with guys on their decision whether to enter the Major League Baseball draft or come back. We talked about front yard barbecuing, which I was Monday years old when I learned that that was a thing. We talked about it for the first time. And I got crap last week from Adam about my take that I miss Archie's the most. So I went to TJ. I said, TJ, do you agree with me? Or is there another spot that you would go to? Got his thoughts there. For slants, we're doing weekend plans. I didn't even tell Adam we're doing this one. We're doing so we said something stupid. Adam said something real stupid last week. Social got a handful of questions from you guys, and we'll get out of here with Random Reno. Before we do, as always, want to say thank you to all of you who are listening to this podcast on a regular basis, who are helping us grow. You are helping us get closer to our goal of earning 1,000 downloads per week. Last week, I'm going to start giving specific numbers here. We did 353 downloads. 
last week. Solid week for us. If you are not already, please subscribe and follow us on social. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at The Reno Slant. You can check us out online at therenoslant.com. Or if you really want to help us, you really got our back, please tell a friend of yours, a Nevada friend of yours who is not listening to the podcast yet, to check us out. That would certainly be appreciated. Our iTunes five-star review of the week is brought to you by our great golfing friends at Toyabu Golf Club. And uh, we're still in iTunes five-star review jail, guys. We didn't get an iTunes five-star review this past week. We didn't get a review this week. If you want two free rounds at Toyabu, a $90 value for whenever it is, we'll be allowed to play golf again. Hop on over to our iTunes landing page. Leave us a quick iTunes five-star review that let us know what you think of the show. And if we read your review at the top of next week's uh, episode, episode 100, that one will be, we'll hook you up with two free rounds. Toyabi Golf Club is a super quick drive down 395 South from Reno in Washoe Valley. It is open to the public. Well, whenever golf courses will be open to the public again. And, Recently acquired by Duncan Golf Management, offering the single best golf membership deal in all of Northern Nevada, in addition to Toyabi, that includes Lake Ridge, Wolf Run, and Dayton Valley. Those four courses you can get a membership at for less than $300 a month. You can book your tee times today, well, not today, hopefully soon, at DuncanGolfReno.com. Last week, we also shared that one of our new partners is Archie's. Love Archie's. It's been a staple in Reno, serving the community for going on 26 years strong now. The best burger in the state. I mean, yeah, the Nevada Magazine said North, South. Gordon Ramsay gets the South. Archie's gets the North. I'll say it's the best burger in all of Nevada. I have no problem with that. Adam's probably mocking me right now. Um, obviously, right now, the only way to pick up your Archie's can't go inside is curbside or delivery. You can also go through one of their partners like DoorDash. I will share like I did last week that when you do pickup as opposed to delivery, it helps them greatly. Obviously, though, I know how nice it is to push the little button from your couch and have the food show up at the front door. I'm not going not gonna to judge you. Archie's supports local. And by that, I mean they uh, meat, bread, all that is purchased locally in Northern Nevada. So when you support Archie's, you are supporting the Northern Nevada economy, helping keep the wheels turning here. They have happy hour every day from four to six. You can fill any growler. doesn't have to be an Archie's growler, any growler for $8. That's a lot of beer for not a lot of money. Visit Archie'sReno.com or call in your order at 322-9595. That's Archie'sReno.com or 322-9595. I like ran out of breath going through those reads. I'm getting out of shape. You got to start working out. It's showing. It is showing. Not everybody can I, see it right now, but that jawline is morphing into the neck. Just one long <laughs> neck. <laughs> uh, my my hair is getting out of control. I've just I decided yesterday I'll shave my my uh, my neck, but I'm gonna let the beard go. You mean you're gonna little, shave your chin? Pandemic beard. You mean you're gonna shave your chin? What do you mean? Just one long chin. Are you making fun of my pronounced jawline? Because I'm not going to apologize for that. No, I'm saying your jawline is becoming unpronounced. You're having one long neck. This is a, this is a lot coming from a guy who literally has no neck. If you guys haven't seen Adam, he, he looks like a thumb. No <laughs> neck. 
<laughs> Looks like a thumb. It's a lot of girth. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's open weekly yearbook number five. We're gonna be a, like weekly yearbook number twenty-seven. Knock on wood, but it just what Please. is what what is. Going Why would on? you even wish that upon us? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's your first one? I got a lot of good news this week. I'm full of great news. First great news: Russell Wilson and Sierra having a baby boy. Love the the gender announcement parties that everybody does now. Theirs was uh, just as awkward, if not more awkward, than everybody else's that they post. Um, I, I love Russ, but he's an awkward dude. Just about to say that. Russ, great guy. The guy you want to have the ball. Fourth quarter, two minutes left. Not the guy you want to have on the dance floor um, in front of anybody. <laughs> that guy, I mean, other than his dad big bootleg jeans and his Nike white monarch shoes. I mean, he's just got an awkward flow about him. If he's not in a Seahawks uniform, just his day-to-day life is just uh, uncomfortable. So that video is, that video is pretty funny. Um, Sierra, obviously different side. She can obviously has a couple more dance moves than Russ, but um, obviously Russ always grab. He always is the center of the attention because his dancing is just so cringeworthy in the way he moves and the way he does anything that's not football related. The first thing you took away from this past week was Russell Wilson and Sierra's gender reveal. Well, you, last week you gave me shit about the raccoon. I mean, I'm providing. I know, so I need I'm, you to get. I need you to be a little bit better than that. I'm that's, provided those. That's a well, national news. That's outside of Tampa, Florida. I'm stepping up. You got everyone listening. I'm sorry. I'm trying to go to bat for you right now. I'm trying. It's not working. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, the biggest takeaway from this past week was the, was the Jalen Harris news. The, the news broke Saturday. I think he officially filed papers earlier this month, or, or maybe even late March. I don't. I don't really know. The draft is scheduled for June twenty fifth. I believe he has until ten days before the draft to officially pull his name out. That's the the drop dead date, June fifteenth, or I guess June sixteenth. I always get that confused. How that works with with dates? Not a math yeah, podcast. Numbers confusing. <laughs> So, some real questions, though, around when the date is going to be. It sounds like a lot of people in the NBA world are trying to change the draft date or, or the or the date of it. If it's still June 25th, the draft, it means that players likely won't get to work out with teams. That includes Jalen. That means that scouts and teams are going to be relegated to watching game film from this past year. And who is going to watch Jalen Harris film and not like what they saw? from this past year that there was like a month stretch where he was just a video game scoring 30 points every night. The question will be that's, that was against mountain West competition. What's that going to be against NBA competition or, or how does that translate? If it's pushed to, let's say August, the, the NBA draft, that's more time to evaluate. Maybe that's time to get, get some workouts in, in-person workouts, I should say, this is a huge decision for Jalen, obviously a chance to fulfill a dream. It's obviously a big decision for Nevada as well. This is a really different team next year, depending on this decision upcoming for Jalen. If he comes back next year, I think they're probably in a similar spot than they were as they were this year entering the season. Certainly some guys are developed, but they're going to really miss some backcourt guys. They're going to miss Jazz. They're going to miss Niz. They're going to miss Lindsey big time. So they could still get a first round by in the Mountain West Conference Tournament. If Jalen does not come back, 
rebuilding mode is kind of where it seems like this will go. We'll see how much guys can develop in the offseason and if fresh any freshman can come in and make a make a big splash. We'll see here. The second round guys are now mostly getting guaranteed money. I don't know if that's all of them. I'm not sure how it works. I'm not going to pretend to know. I do know second round guys are getting guaranteed money now. I think he'll be back next year. I still expect him to come back uh, next next winter. However, no one knows for certain. Not even Jalen at this point. It just comes down to if there's a team that falls in love with him, it just takes one and can promise him that they're going to take him in the second round. If I'm him, I'm gone. Like that that that's all I need. Hmm. All right, Nathan Shop on the record, Jalen Harris returning next year. Uh, my other good news is for those who have student loans, the student loan holders, we Here finally we, we finally have some good news. We were just busy being crushed by everything, just being classic millennials complaining about it all. However, goodnewsnetwork.org, not .com, it's an organization that I've been uh, citing the last couple of weeks. There has been a six-month suspension on federal student loans, and that is in, fact, in effect now. Uh, not going to accrue any interest, no payments due. You got I, I did it. You basically got to uh, go online and say, hey, I don't want to pay, or they kind of, it seems like they automatically throw you. you get enrolled in it automatically, then you have to opt yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was reading online. I think you're right. I did it in the early phases, and I had to go onto something and click into it because I know it's been kind of ever changing. At first, it was, "Hey, we're going to give you a month of no payments." Then it went like three months. Now it's six. Um, mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, they'll erase it all. But yeah, so anybody who's got student loans, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Bernie Bros. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, uh, but yeah, good news though. Six months at least, no payments. So at least you can. Uh, Pretend for six months that you're rich. <laughs> we were just talking about it before pushing her core. I didn't know if I was going to mention it or not. I'm now in a huge predicament with all this. I've been working towards getting my student student debt paid off, and it was not a small figure as of December. Your boy, B2B sales, had a really good quarter. I now have enough as of today. I got my March commission commission check to wipe out the rest of my student debt. Not bragging. Wipe it out. Humble <laughs> bragged. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the number. I'm not going to be that guy. I don't know what to do, though, with this. Do I pay it all off and get rid of it? Or I, with this forbearance, do I hang on and wait in case there's some sort of stimulus package where they're going to wipe out student debt or take away 5 or 10 k from each? I suggest you put your $75,000 commission on the student loan. Just get rid of it? Yeah, just 75K straight to it. You got it in the bank right now. What if I need it, though? I mean, 75K is nice. Let's put it to the people. Put it up for a Twitter poll. And I, I, as much as I don't want to correct you, it's not 75K. It's 7,500. Oh, don't tell people that. 75,000. <laughs> We're not a math mod, not a math podcast. We can add an extra zero there at the end. Sounds Sounds real nice. So I don't know what to do. For for those of you who are in a similar spot, maybe, or better at numbers than me or my accountant co-host, please feel free (laughs) to to give me some guidance. I I really have no clue. Or if you're somebody somebody that's voting on these bills and is going to say that student loans are going to get wiped out or not. Yeah, or if someone has some sources, let me me know about that as well. That'd be better. Ooh, that'd be a new source. A source in Washington. Yeah, that'd be good. No, not Washington, just in, in Carson City. I guess nah, be, no, it's no, it's federal, Washington. Yeah, come on, guy. 
I don't okay. take state loans. Speaking of of Carson City, almost immediately after pushing publish last week, Sisolak shut down all golf courses. Shut it down. Said no golfing. And this is exactly what I talked about on the podcast last week. We don't touch politics. We don't typically go there. It's becoming increasingly difficult to avoid that, to talk about anything and it not be politically involved now. Um, however, I have to dip my toe back in the water because this is exactly what I talked about last week with what he did. He was scold- He scolded us. He said Nevadans aren't following the guidelines, which, of course, is not accurate or truthful. There are some who are breaking the rules. The overwhelming majority are following the rules. Apparently, what happened was Sisolak saw a couple pictures of people riding in the same golf carts or standing on a green together. I don't know if it was that like specific. Riding in the golf cart or riding in different golf carts is, is an easy issue. It actually would speed up the pace of play if mm-hmm. everyone rides in their own golf oh, yeah. cart. And if it was he's small, if he saw people standing on a green together, how small does he think greens are? Does he think these things are not six feet wide, six feet in diameter? Who cares that they stay on the six on the same green together? Don't they need to be six feet apart? That's the CDC re- regulation. If you are within six feet of someone on a golf course, that's a violation of golf etiquette. That's a violation. Mm. <laughs> Essentially. So if you have people riding in different golf carts, you have people distancing themselves definitely by more than six feet on a golf course. What is the problem? What's the, what's the problem? I don't know. It was it was it statewide. They got shut down the entire state of Nevada. Statewide. If I were you, I'd stay on lockdown inside your house because OJ tweeted that he's going to go crazy if golf gets shut down in Vegas. So I'd be careful if I were you. That that was the joke for everyone. However, like, what is the term that we are using for the reason that we're social distancing? What are we trying to do? Flatten the curve. We're trying to flatten the curve for two hundred, Alex. Has anyone looked at the actual numbers of where the curve is? In Nevada? No. I know you haven't. I did some research yesterday. Here's what I found. So everyone's citing this formula that the University of Washington, Go Dogs, has put together and becoming like universally accepted as the place to gather metrics and statistics on coronavirus numbers. The Institute of Health Metrics and Evaluation, IMHE, hmm. in Nevada. There are 2,247 beds available. Hospital beds. Mm-hmm. How many do you think were needed as of yesterday? 1,200. 386. Ooh. You got a surplus. There are 183 intensive care unit beds available in the state. How many do you think were needed as of yesterday? 87. 71. If you have people playing golf, is that what's going to ruin the curve and throw it completely out of proportion? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to take Twitter scolding. So I'll let I'll let you uh, take this heat. <laughs> the answer is obviously no. That's not going to be the problem. Yet you have people continuing to work on the football stadium, which is Sisolak's baby. Oh, yeah. It's it's the the lack of apparent logic being used. What are the benchmarks that we're using to make these decisions that are impacting so many people? And why is there no consistency? Mm-hmm. It, it, we're, we're shooting from the hip on some very important decisions, it, it appears. And golf is just an example of that. So I, I don't know why golf courses are being closed. I, I really don't. At least we got scolded 
last week again, though, saying that we're not social distancing, so they're going to take golf from us. And I mean, what? I mean, that that's the the most the best part about the whole social distancing and what we're doing part is. Let's, I think I said it last week is that adults love being told what to do and they love being told they're doing things poorly. And when, when that's the message that, hey, you're doing it bad and you're not doing what we're telling you to do, doesn't make a whole lot of adults want to do that thing that they're trying to preach. Exactly. It's, it's the lack of consistency in the messaging and then almost perfectly timed, the PGA comes out and says, you know what? We're back, baby. Well, not Love officially. It. I think an official statement is supposed to come later this week, and that story leaked. You know that you know they for mm-hmm. sure just gave yeah, it yeah, someone yeah. let them run with it. Said the PGA plans to return June 11 through 14, the first tournament of the year. Because as we talked about last week, I don't understand why you can't be playing golf now. It's not a physical sport. You can play a round of golf and not get within 20 feet of someone. You can probably do that competitively as well. You just need the golfers. You don't need the fans to be there. You can get creative with the cameras and the production crew. So many things closed, I feel like, just in a panic Mm -hmm. that there wasn't a lot of logic put into some of these decisions. So I'm glad that golf is planning to come back. We'll see. The Twitter mob is for sure going to come after them. We'll see if they can withstand that. Uh, Barracuda Championship, obviously Reno ties, moving this year, different golf course, was supposed to be July 2 through 5, moved to July 30th through August 7th or August 2nd. Obviously all of that is tentative, but we have some more light at the end of the tunnel, glimmer of hope. That would be the most watched golf tournament in the history of golf tournaments. You would think that first one, I think it's like the colonial or something that I never would have watched. Otherwise I'll watch that though. (laughs) All in say when that's all you, when that's all you got, everybody's gonna be tuning in fans across all sports. For sure. Speaking of which though, my last point was just going to be, Pretty much positive news as well. Light at the end of the tunnel. Ty- Taiwan's Major League Baseball did return. They got a little creative. I don't know if you saw that, what they were doing. I didn't. I saw they were playing. I don't know what they were doing that was creative, though. Well, first off, innovators of their of the generation. They're back. First coming back from coronavirus. But second, no fans with a pulse in the stands. They have cardboard cutouts all throughout the stands. So if you watch a video, mm. if, they, if they do any... You know, panning or whatever camera cuts out there. I mean, obviously they're not doing a ton of it, but you yeah. can see just cardboard cutouts all throughout the fan, all throughout the stadium, looking like there's fans. I love the creativity. Um, does give you a little bit of a hope that maybe sports will be back. However, I did read an article too that they're saying like won't be fall twenty fall twenty twenty one until larger crowds can be gathered in sporting venues. However, I'm following Thailand, Taiwan, Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwan, Taiwan, baby, Taiwan's lead for right now. Obviously, we can't be doing it, but props to them. They obviously feel like they're in a position that they can do it. But I just thought it was a little creative sticking uh, cardboard cutouts into the stands. Was it ob- like was it glaringly obvious? Oh, it was glaring. It's a flat piece of cardboard that looks. Okay. <laughs> it's it's just not. It's not like a a lifelike. You know, whatever. They're zooming in straight on fans' faces like they do on regular broadcasts. Yeah, yeah. No, it's literally like a <laughs> what is that, a quarter inch piece of cardboard, and then just colored like a person who's wearing. A shirt. It, it looks awful, but two <laughs> snaps for creativity. That's funny. My my last one. We need to address our conversation last week about best college bars in Reno because I heard from many of you 
after that podcast dropped. Your top three were Imperial, Arbar, and The Wall in that order. Mm-hmm. I was The Wall, Archies, and Arbar in that order. We put it up to a poll, and I cannot believe that the majority of the vote, barely, 53% of the vote, almost hey, wins voters, a wins win, wins win, baby. You. I'm not I'm not here to make excuses. It's not who sounds I am. Like, sounds like you are. I'm not it's not who I am. It's not what I believe in. I'm not going to make excuses. That said, there is a story to my three that's untold. We made a quick pivot that we were going to do all-time bars at the very beginning. I prepared my list as if it was only current operating bars. And then I just had to die on my hill. I I, I didn't make an adjustment. I didn't audible quick enough because Imperial would have been number one for me. Well, it's too late now. You know, ultimately what it came down to is you had the second fun run. We'll put it. You had a college fun run. Nice little frat lap for a couple of years there. I did. I did. But ultimately, you weren't nosing the books. You weren't diving in the classes. You didn't get the college, you know, the leaving classes on Thursday, running straight to, you know, any of those bars, our bar. Um, So you lived the experience. That's what you did on Thursdays. You ran straight from class to our bar. I don't think anyone did that. Well, I had to go by the swing by the pumpkin and get you because you were too busy working at the Sparks Tribune. Couldn't (laughs) take yourself to the bar. Um, But ultimately, that's what I take it down to. You know, you live in the books like I did for seven years. You experience what the best bars are. (laughs) If I had to do a revised list, it would go Imperial. I think I would still do the wall at number two. And then number three would be some combination. I have to figure this one out between the screw, the U, and Wolf Den. Wolf Den, RIP. If that thing was around longer, man, the 50 cent wells between four and six. (laughs) <laughs> that got you all sorts of fuzzy. There's a reason that those bars that do the 50 cent wells, the $10, all you can drink. So there's a reason they're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Were you ever involved when we would do like on Thursdays, we'd always be like, Oh, we're going to go to the wolf den, get some wings four to six. We'll go home, get dressed. Then we'll go to the wall. And, the wall. Every, and every yep. single time it was, you come home and everybody would be asleep. I did that a few times. Yeah. It's a big yeah. Thursday night. It, it was, <laughs> it was adventurous. <laughs> all right anything else from you in the yearbook no i'm good now <laughs> fair enough all right we'll go ahead and kick it to our conversation with nevada baseball coach tj bruce loved having tj on for really the second time in a few months it's weird having to do a season recap with baseball in the middle of april that's where we found ourselves great conversation with tj and here that is TJ, this is your third time on the show, second time in a few months. I feel like we're going to have to make you honorary co-host or something here before too much longer. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny you say that because I feel like that's what uh, what's what a lot of us have been doing lately. And, uh, but it's good. I think anytime you can do that and, and shed some light on what A, you're going through or B, what your family's going through or, you know, C, present an opportunity for somebody else to, to hear your story and grow, mm-hmm. then I'm happy to do whatever we can to, to grow the message. 
Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen that you've gone on a few other podcasts, the Patrick Jones Baseball Podcast, Ahead of the Curve. I guess we're not good enough for you anymore. you got to branch out. <laughs> no, that's, uh, I was, I was, I was pumped to be, be with them and actually got, uh, I went on one today uh, or this morning um, about raising, like, uh, kind of raising your family in sports and mm-hmm. and what basically what you believe in as a family unit um, and trying to raise your kids in this in this time where one you know one sport is kind of the the deal and which yep. obviously I, I completely disagree with and my kids will not be playing just one sport only I'll tell you that much sure. Yeah, you you mentioned the kids, and I, I did want to ask you about that. So you're you're a baseball coach in the spring without baseball. You, you and Heather have four kids at home. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, let's say ten being completely sane, one you're losing it. Where where are you at on that scale? Uh, you know, I think we're doing okay. Um, I, w- I would probably think it's it's more towards Heather's getting ready to kick me out of the house. You know, as <laughs> I was teasing with the NSN guys the other day. I think they should do a, or somebody should actually do a podcast where they do the coaches' wives. Mm. Because just as much as it is for us and what we're doing, how about them? Because they they are the captains of the ship and they run the household day to day. And we just kind of interfere when we are home. So I think somebody (laughs) should highlight them. Well, hey, if Heather wants to come on, we're open to content <laughs> ideas right now. <laughs> no, I, I just I think it'd be really cool on how 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 do they deal with you know because we like I said, man, we're only we're only in charge of one area, and that's whatever we do for work. Other than that, mm-hmm. once I leave the field, I'm not in charge of anything. So um, <laughs> I just come in and try to screw it up, as you can you've probably seen on social media. We put a BMX track in our I front saw yard, that. so we're we're just that's what we're doing right over here. <laughs> well, I, I did want to ask. So Jackson is is, is the Bat Boy. Who who yep. took who took the end of the season harder? You you or him? Oh man, probably you know probably him because he just doesn't know the magnitude of it, and he just you know it's innocent, right? He's so innocent mm-hmm. in terms of just the love for whatever whatever the players the yep. his his teammates um the program so he was pretty shook up about it um uh, we were sitting at the dinner table one night and he just came home and or not came home came downstairs and was yeah. was just bawling and oh, no. um yeah so I, I just he he for sure took it a little a little harder and um uh, but he's doing better now and yeah. Um, he just always asks every day, when can we get back on the field? And unfortunately, we won't be back on the field, but hopefully, you know, hopefully Major League Baseball uh, or baseball in some sort will be back on yeah. the field sometime soon. Oh, God, preach. <laughs> preach. <laughs> uh, we, we had Josh on, on last week and obviously talked about just how surreal all of this is. And this is something that none of us could have anticipated happening. Hey, Come April, sure. there's going to be no sports. No one's going to be working. I mean, it's just it's so bizarre. I mean, is there any other way that that you would describe what's what's happening right now? Yeah, I think it's crazy. I think um, I just I don't think we ever would have said anything. We would have never seen this in yours in my lifetime. Um, but mm-hmm. if you talk to, you know, like my mother-in-law is a history teacher, and obviously my sister-in-law is a teacher. My wife was a principal, so. 
Um, if you like, if I, I've had a few conversations with, with my mother-in-law and just what she's been able to tell me about the history of, of epidemics or pandemics, I guess, yep. whatever they're calling it. Um, uh, it's been pretty unique and to kind of see that this happened about 25 years ago. I, well, I guess more than that, but, um, just to kind of see what history has done and, um, but uh, Hey, I mean, the bottom line is we can't control it and, we can only we can control how we respond to it and not even mm-hmm. react. So I know there's a lot of people broken up. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not really. I don't feel sorry for a whole lot. You know, I I, I think it's bad for sure, but I think this is also an opportunity to grow um, as a human being and grow mm-hmm. your 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 brand, your culture, your team, whatever you're trying to your family time. Yeah. So I think that's the only way to look at it. I think that's the most positive way. You got to be the world's surrounded by negativity right now and you got to have right. a different outlook. Right. Yeah, you, you mentioned, you know, how you, how you plan or how, how you react to this, how, how you respond to it. And I do, do want to ask you that. I mean, there, there's just so much uncertainty right now. So if you, if you switch transition a little bit from, from family home to, to baseball, I mean, how far ahead have you allowed yourself to, to plan as far as what you guys are doing for this weird off season we're now in kind of what, what sort of contingency plans have you put in place? Well, you know, I, I still think I, I am planning through the fall. Um, so I do got the fall calendar just about done, mm-hmm. but I, there again, I think it's, I think, um, <clears throat> I think you got to be prepared. It's a lot like when they did suspend the season at the moment, um, you had to prepare that you were going to come back. Um, and, and I would rather be more prepared than less prepared. So mm-hmm. we are, I, I just about got the fall. I'm all, almost through January of 2021. Okay. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty far ahead in terms of that. And I think, you know, it's the old saying that we use around our program is you got to prepare to prepare. And that's, that's where we're at. And our program is. And, um, until I know otherwise, then at least I can be able to adjust, you know, I can always, yeah trim it back it's always it's a little more difficult to, to kick things into gear mm-hmm. sure are, are you guys doing anything now any like virtual work and any checking in with the guys or have you kind of let them go <clears throat> you know I, I that's that's kind of been the topic uh whether it's been the topic amongst our staff or whomever we are peers and Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a few different ways people are going about it. Uh, we've only Zoomed one time up to this point with our team and okay. partly why... Um, I think part of my personality is I, I'm not really going to talk unless I have a lot to say. If I don't have anything to say, then I'm not going to talk. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, I'm not going to scratch my head unless it itches, you know, yeah. so to speak. And uh, so we did Zoom one time and basically it was, it was really as things were starting to settle with the NCAA and things were starting to settle with, with where they're going to go with eligibility. I feel like that was first and foremost with our players. 
Yep. Um, now, I, I've checked in here and there with certain guys or they've checked in with me. And I'm not saying the text messages and the phone calls haven't happened. But in yep. terms of getting a whole squad together via Zoom, um, we've done it one time. And uh, we will start our end-of-the-year meetings. We're going to kind of carry on as as planned and do yep. end-of-the-year meetings here in the next few weeks and kind of tell everybody where they're at and where they can get mm -hmm. better. And then, obviously, you got to have that hard discussion with some seniors because mm -hmm. it's um, – the landscape is going to change. There's some juniors you didn't expect back because of the draft. Uh, there's some seniors you obviously didn't expect back. There's some incoming guys that you may or may not have expected to show up in terms of the draft. So mm -hmm. there, it's a huge balancing act. Um, fortunately, I do think baseball is equipped for this in college because um, no other sport deals with what we deal with. You know, we can have 37 guys on the roster going into August and the draft hits and we have 32. Yeah. Or we can ex expect 35 and now we got 38 show up, mm -hmm. you know, so we're, we're, we're equipped in terms of handling the budget. And, uh, and when I say budget, I mean, scholarships. So scholarship, I, I yeah. feel, I feel like we're in a pretty good spot in terms of that. We just, we just need a little bit more clarity on what's going to come down, come down right. the road. I did want to ask that if you have any clarity or, or ideas, cause the, the extra year of eligibility certainly adds a new wrinkle you know, heading sure. into to the offseason going, going to next year. If you have any thoughts on, is the NCA going to mandate a deadline for these seniors on when they decide if they're going to come back or not? Are, are you going to kind of try to get ahead of that? I mean, do you have any thoughts there? No, I, I think the best thing, I mean, my only, my only advice to somebody would be is, I think the sooner the better you make your own decisions and you don't allow mm -hmm. somebody else to, to make the decision for you. And Yep. I think we have enough right now to go on with our seniors, whether they're going to come back, um, whether they can grad transfer. I think you got to take that into account where they at academically. Yep. Um, you know, if somebody has a year left of school, it's pretty tough to tell them they can't come back. You right. know, but if somebody is graduating in June, most of the time I feel like players have spent enough time in your program, and whether it's three years or four years, and it is now time ready. It's ready. Um, for them to go on and play or go experience some other, some, somewhere else when, when they yep. can. But um, we're, we're just, we're going to try and get ahead of it as best we can and, and try not to put it in anybody else's hands um, right. and, 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 and just operate the program as, as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> if we take a, you know, a quick, obviously you've done a lot of looking ahead, kind of what's going on now, how are you going to navigate this just storm we're in now? But if we take a, a, a look back, it was, it was certainly a surprisingly slow start for you guys sure. at, at two and 12, particularly for the offense, uh, a little less than two and a half runs per game was starting to swing a little bit better towards the end there. I mean, what, what did you kind of attribute some of those early struggles to, if you've had any time to reflect with all that's happened? Yeah, you know, it was it was odd. Um, I, I, we've been relatively offensive, I think. Not, you know, nothing. Some years it's been leading the league in home runs, and some years it's been doubles or average or whatever. But we've never really been uh, this bad this early offensively, and mm -hmm. I, I have no idea. I, I'll be honest. I think I think <laughs> some of it is the. I think some of it's the draft. I do. I think. You know, you got some juniors for, and there's no really experience you can put on it. But mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, everybody's coming to practice to watch you practice. Um, and then the guy that's a senior may think this is time for me to show off so I can get noticed. And then there's this guy. 
you know, I, and I think it's a complete trickle down effect. And I mean, if you look at past players, um, just in any program, people have struggled with that for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember specifically Bobby Crosby in 2001. Um, I mean, we, he halfway, halfway through the year, he was hitting like 190 wow. of his junior year. I mean, and you're talking a guy that was an AL rookie of the year at one point. Um, so it, it does happen. I, I don't know. I think some guys pressed uh, for sure. I would say more offense pressed um, yep. as a whole. And, and they just really weren't themselves. Um, and that was something that I am disappointed about with the season being canceled because what a story we we were going to write if we got the chance to continue to play. Yep. Um, obviously, we've shown over the years that we do play better as we get going. Um, mm-hmm. um, and we do play better at the end of the year for the most part. And so that's something I am really disappointed because I think the book – Definitely, I didn't want the book to end at two and twelve. Um, right. I wanted to see these guys bounce back. Yeah, D- but despite some of the team struggles, I mean, Dylan was swinging it pretty well. He had four four dingers through fourteen games. I think probably though, your MVP w- through the first fourteen w- would be Jake Jackson. Twenty four innings, four starts, area of three. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I, I think him and Sharks. You know, I think Owen. I think, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I think Owen had twenty something Ks and. 32 walks. led the yeah, so, yeah so i i definitely think our our starting pitching for sure was our was our our strong suit that and our defense and mm-hmm. so in that regard it wasn't it wasn't really um disappointing in terms of how we we've built the program um it's always going to be pitching and defense and we were top 25 in the country in defense and obviously what our starters did so I think those two guys really carried us and gave us a chance to win. I mean, if you were to look at scores, um, our pitching kept us in the game uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. And yep. we just – we just we didn't team offense. I, I didn't think this was going to be a team with a lot of power, um, but I did think this was gonna, this had a chance to be an offensive team that could team offense, and meaning hit behind runners, move guys over, hit right. runs, steal some bases. And we just really couldn't get into that um, – we just we, we couldn't find find it through the fourteen mm-hmm. games, um, but we did do some good things. Yeah, uh, you you think Jake's going to have a decision to make here the next you know, few I, weeks, couple months? I've talked to Jake quite a bit. I I think with some of these guys in Jake's case, I mean here here's the deal, I, I, and this is just my opinion, but I I think we all whether we're in professional baseball or college baseball or high school, whatever we're, level we're at. We all like good players, and mm-hmm. Jake's going to have an opportunity to come back to school and finish his degree in June, and he's still going to have enough leverage to either come back for his fifth year yep, or I guess technically a fourth year or go on and play professionally. So if Jake was my son, unless Jake was getting X amount of money, which maybe, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm in the industry, so I, I know the industry, and my son – I mean, there's going to be seven figures. It's not going to be six. Um, And I would probably advise Jake to come back to school, get his degree, because that piece of paper is going to go a lot longer and it's going to, you're going to feel a lot, you're going to feel pretty accomplished getting, sticking through the discipline of graduating. And then you have a chance to go on a professional baseball, but um, who knows? I I mean, I don't know. We've talked a lot. We're, we're, He's a great kid. Family's great. And, and they've been really open and receptive to my opinions. 
mm-hmm. and just as I have been for them. So yeah. um, I enjoy coaching him. And I think if he comes back, I think with him and Sharks leading the way, um, and Tough. then obviously if you look at our roster, we're pretty experienced again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it should be a fun 2021 yeah. season. Do you typically have kind of a, a blanket r- response or a, a blanket, I guess, thought for players who are not seniors who are draft eligible in terms of how you go about, or, or is that kind of a case by case basis? It's all been case by case. I think you have to be really transparent in, in what mm-hmm. you're telling them. I think, I think you they have to understand if if they take they cannot take it personal. Um, cause my job is a, to help our players move on, but B is to help them make the best decisions or at least give them the, enough info. Yep. Now that's using, um, whether it's agent friends or scout friends or major league baseball friends or whomever, my job is just to put all the information on the table and let the families decide, um, yep. you know, they, they cause at the, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they have to live with their decision. I don't want to be responsible for the decision one way or the other, but yeah. I do feel pretty responsible enough to give them the right information. Yeah, makes sense. Makes total sense there. All right, let's get you out of here with, with something really important. <laughs> uh, we've been talking obviously a lot the last month plus now about Netflix. Yep. <laughs> so don't have a lot more else to do. So you've probably been asked this on your other shows as well that you've gone on. <laughs> You got any Netflix recommendations for us? You've been watching anything in particular? Not, be honest with you, I've watched. I, I think I watched that Lion deal or whatever that deal. The <laughs> King King, Lion we got to get the name right. Yeah, whatever that. I watched the first two episodes and I never went back. Uh, I'm not a movie guy, um, so it's either I've actually spent um, some more time, obviously at home. I spent some more time with my family, uh, my boys, really. Yep. Uh, we put this BMX track in at our house. Um, you know, we've, we've ridden some dirt bikes and, and really just trying to check out, you know, I think yeah. some of it, you, some, some of us need to check out and check in and know when to do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, obviously why still running a program and doing different things, but, right. um, we've picked and choose our spots, but, uh, this is a chance to spend time with your family and they've seen me go. I don't know if they've ever seen me home this many days in a row. I know that that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, to be straight with you, I had very low expectations for your Netflix recommendation because I anticipated it was going to be something like that. And like, you have a lot of time to sit there on the couch. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I mean, maybe it's my attention span, but there's not a whole lot. Um, I actually brought the barbecue in the front yard two nights ago and we sat in the front yard like, like we, we used to back in Southern Cal and barbecued in the front yard. And I mean, just trying to change some things up, and, yeah. um, just spend a lot more time with, with, with the crew that, that stands behind me and allows me to do what I can do. Barbecue in the front yard. Is that a Southern California thing? I've never heard of yeah. that. <laughs> well, I think, I think part yeah, I think part of it, I grew up in Lakewood and, um, part of it was you just, I don't know, sometimes you pull up the garage and you just, I have a, uh, my barbecue's in the backyard, but I have mm-hmm. my pride and joy is, uh, one of those tampan grills, the flat grills. Yep. And so through, through the weather in the winter, I keep it in the garage because I love this thing. So it's in the garage. Mm-hmm. We rolled up the garage doors and we just, we just start started doing it right here in the driveway. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Kids loved it. And 
the neighbors are walking by and waving and I don't know, I, I'm sure we keep our neighborhood uh, alive. That's for sure. In terms of, uh, I bet you do. the lights don't go out at seven o'clock in our house and, um, there's always something going on. I bet you do. That's great. Well, speaking of food, um, I got crap on the show last week because I was asked <laughs> what, what's one of the the foods I miss most since leaving Reno permanently, or at least mm -hmm. full time. And I said Archie's, and I was being called a sellout because Archie's is now a partner of ours. I stood by that decision. But when yep. you're not when you're not grilling, you know what would you maybe recommend? What what would be your go to support local spot? Funny you just said that. So I got a few of them, but Archie's was on my list and. As I'm making burgers, we actually did, bur it came up Saturday night. Uh, I'm making some burgers and my wife goes, you know what I miss? I go, what? She goes, that barbecue, bacon, onion rings, burger from Archie's. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, I agree with you because, uh, and that's, it's just a, a, a friendly place when you have kids, you know, it's, mm -hmm. um, I'm always pretty sensitive to people's time and, you know, some places I just would rather not take my kids there because i know a they're not going to sit down yep. after about 20 minutes and b there's going to be somebody kicking screaming hitting or something and um archie's has always been the place for us to go to whether you know we go there a lot is after church uh we normally sunday oh, sure. nights because because of, of games uh we normally go to six o'clock uh service and then we head to archie's on on uh about seven seven o'clock seven fifteen uh but that's that did come up so i'm gonna second your your okay, notion great. there and I, i'm gonna support <laughs> you on that because I, I do i love their burgers and i love their atmosphere yeah. and it's just it's easy for us okay great i appreciate that i'll give i'll give adam some crap <laughs> no that's <laughs> awesome all right all right tj as always great stuff from you certainly appreciate you making the time to, to come on the podcast and uh, best of luck as we all sort of try to figure out how to navigate this no problem. Thank you for having me. And uh, you got to work on that coach's wife show. I think that'd be a huge hit. I'm telling you, run it by Heather. <laughs> She's in. She. You, I don't know if you have enough time for her on this thing. She might talk for an hour. <laughs> All right, TJ. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. See you. You did not listen to the conversation, but suck it because TJ had my back about my Archie's take. Suck it. Well, I hate to say it, TJ's the man, but he's wrong. <laughs> no, he was the. You're useless. He was defending my take that I miss Archie's the most, and he's like, "That's understandable because that's one of his favorite spots." Also, well, I mean, it's one of my favorite spots too. But like I said, not top three there. <laughs> I will you, also. You, say you're still not getting what I'm what I'm talking about. Okay, go on. Speak it in plain English then for me. I said the food I miss most. In Reno is Archie's. You called me a sellout. I went to TJ and said, am I being a sellout or is that warranted? And he said, that's warranted because it's my favorite spot also. I'm so sorry for having, having to listen to this. Moving on. You got a, multiple sellouts. I can't stand. I'm the one police multiple on this podcast. Sellouts. I'm the guy keeping this thing running. We got sellouts left and right. I got to call it out where it is. <laughs> Okay, before we run some slants, got a couple reads to get through here. Shout out to Silver and Blue Outfitters, your source for Nevada apparel, locally owned and operated. They are constantly releasing Nevada apparel. Shut up. Uh, for the next who knows how long, the only place you can get Silver and Blue Outfitters apparel is silverandblueoutfitters.com. All the proceeds are going to pay the wages of the 12 hourly employees who are unable to work right now due to the work from home coronavirus. 
uh, fallout restrictions, whatever you want to call it. So pick up your new Nevada apparel for, let's say, next season today at silverandblueoutfitters.com. This week's show also brought to you by Tipsy Elves, co-founded by Reed High School alum Nick Morton. Tipsy Elves is one of the most successful Shark Tank stories ever. For those of you who follow Nick on Instagram, he's become like a huge TikTok guy, and they're actually really funny. There are some TikToks. I'm getting tired of watching some of you try to make music videos in the, in the six seconds. Nick does really funny ones. I would recommend checking that out over on Instagram. Tipsy Elves wants to suit you up for life's biggest moments, life's most fun moments, life's most memorable moments. They are offering free shipping on orders over $75. Some of you got $1,200 today from the government. Uh, so visit tipsyelves.com today. And when you do, exclusively for you guys, the Slant Squad, make sure you use promo code SLANT20. That's going to earn you 20% off at checkout. That's promo code SLANT20 for 20% off at tipsyelves.com. We'll start slants like we have for the last five weeks with weekend plans. It's weird. I feel like whenever we do weekend plans on Wednesday night recording, by the time it gets to the weekend, I've done a complete audible. Mm-hmm. Tentative, uh, tentative weekend plans. What, what do you got? Well, mine's usually move from this chair to the couch, and I'm pretty consistent on that. Uh, one, need to start working out again. Have been slacking. The gut is coming back. You're making fun of me for, for not working out, and you're not even doing it either? Well, you usually keep yourself in good shape. I usually let myself slack for about six months every year. Get the get the gut back. It's making a roaring comeback. Um, <laughs> the lack of moving. Um, I've definitely been having a couple more suds, i.e. Oh, yeah. adult beverages during the week. It's just not helping. I'm not walking. You know, a um, lot of problems that need to be fixed right now. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, Slam some more Netflix per use. I have started watching a new show called How to Cook a Drug Scandal. Ooh. Not sure. Not sure if you've seen that. It's basically about um, these state drug testers that would help the prosecutors in Massachusetts. Ooh, plot twist: the drug testers were doing the drugs. Wow. Um, yeah, who'd have saw that coming? One of them actually was not even testing; was just saying they were drugs. Uh, real crooked move, and one of them was actually doing the meth. So. Is a true Ma- story? True story. Massachusetts. How long ago? Uh, they got arrested. The first one got arrested in 2012, and the next one got arrested in 2013, 2014. So pretty recently. Oh, wow. Wow. Pretty interesting story. Um, aside from that, it's pretty much just going to be the same thing. Doing some Duolingo, practicing my Portuguese, probably sleep. Say, 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 say something in Portuguese. Mm, posso falar em português? I can speak in Portuguese a little bit. Um pouco. Phone out of that at the end. Un poco. Everyone knows un poco. Everyone, un everyone poco. who went to freshman English or freshman Spanish knows un poco. Você now sabe como falar en portugués, Nathan. Nerd. Yeah. Estou falando. Okay. Go we're, we're, done. we're done with this. Isidore is over there smiling. Nathan's like, we're done with the Portuguese. <laughs> My weekend plans are... Also going to involve a Netflix show that has a lot of drugs in it. I just got turned on to this show, and I am all in. Ozark. Ooh. Ooh. Have you started watching this one yet? I'm still holding out. Still holding out. I was holding out for the longest time. We started it on Sunday, and I am all the chips, middle of the table, all in. It's it's getting to a point like we're staying up too late on weeknights. I've seen you at the Silver Legacy, so I don't know if I trust your chip judgment yet. We'll have to- <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I have grown a little bit weary of the dark shows on Netflix, all the murdering and drug use and scandal. We need some positivity in our lives right now. This one is freaking good, though. I mean, it's when I say it's dark, it's literally dark. The whole show is filmed in blue lighting. It always looks like they're in some weird purgatory. I guess maybe that's what the Ozarks are like in real life. Who knows? The plot is incredible. Jason Bateman is incredible. Not only is he the lead actor in it, he is the director as well. We watched the whole, or we watched the season one finale during lunch on Monday. That's why I am. I'm watching Ozark during lunch. That's that's a that really is all in. I told you all chips. That's, that table. Is, that's Saturday night, four a.m. Cal Neva. Couple tall boys in putting your last twenty of your forty dollars in. <laughs> Trying to rationalize if you can take another three dollar fifty cent ATM charge. Yeah, 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 exa- yeah exactly. It, how pissed is Wells Fargo going to be at me in the morning? <laughs> you can't play the five dollar tables anymore. So like, let's go to Cal Neva Boys. <laughs> let's see if we can find a two dollar table. High class, baby. That's how we do it. They serve hot dogs at this place. <laughs> All right. So we said something stupid. We could obviously do this every single week. I didn't even tell you that I was going to bring this one in. Do you know what I'm going to going to say? I know, I know exactly what it is. During my random Reno last week, talked about moving the University of Nevada from Elko to Reno. You were all excited that you knew that they moved Moral Hill from Elko. Moral Hill? They moved the whole hill? All. I don't want to hear it from you. This is about you. Don't make it I'm, about I'm, me. I'm covering my losses. Th- right this now. is about you. You said they moved the hall, the building itself, from Elko to Reno, which is inaccurate. You're an idiot. Well, if you're going to have it in my defense, I'm going to have it in my defense. I was told that my freshman fall, never fact-checked, believed it like a uh, um, naive 18-year-old. Who told and you just, that? Uh, when I was Russian. Russian mm-hmm. a fr- Russian fraternity before they got kicked off campus. I'll left. I'll leave them unnamed. But however, I was told that, and like a naive freshman who is supposed to believe everything they are told when they are rushing, I've repeated that like a parrot many, many times over the year. So I'm sorry for whoever whoever is going to be damaged along the way. I was called out on Twitter um, for that being wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, owned up to it then, but the damage is probably bigger and I'm not <laughs> never going to pretty embarrassing. Never, never going to know who else told that story after they've been like, yeah, Adam told me that moral hall moved from Elko. <laughs> I don't think it's something that comes up in a lot of casual conversations. So you might be okay there. It's kind of surprising. E- e- either way. You're an idiot. Okay. We'll jump into the social slant here. Thank you to all of you who asked questions this week. We'll start on Twitter. Trav ASU, our apologies. You asked this question last week. I think you asked it right as we were pushing record, and I did not go back and check Twitter. I don't after we push record. Uh, so the question was, the Pack gets all of their tough conference games at home, talking football here, minus Hawaii with a new coach, which has me thinking, honing in, in on the non-conference slate. What's your call on how they fare against USF down in Adam's backyard? in Arkansas on the road. Do they win both, go winless, or split? What do you got, bro? I'm going to say split. USF, not sold on them. They they also have a head coach. He was the first coordinator to leave Clemson in a gross amount of years. It was over 10 years, I think. Like one of the true offensive or defensive coordinators, something like that. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember what the guy's name is, but... That'll obviously be a tough one. They're going to have some new blood. It seems like they've got a lot, a lot of good recruits coming in. He's, I think he's stolen a couple away from Dabo. Um, 
but I'm going to, I have no idea Arkansas and the status they're at. However, they stole somebody. So we're going to steal something from there. I'll, I'll say split. Here's who Nevada has at home next year, assuming that there is football next year. Who, who knows? Don't, don't say, don't say is, it. I hated saying that. I, it just felt weird, felt wrong coming out. I'm not going to speak down. There's going to be football next year. Come there at me. Is. Come at me, Twitter mob. At home, UC Davis, UTEP in non-conference. That's a murder's row, non-conference home games. San Diego State, Fresno, Utah State, Wyoming. On the road, Nevada has Arkansas, USF, Hawaii, New Mexico, San Jose State, UNLV. Arkansas has a new head coach as well. Sam Pittman was the offensive line coach at Georgia. He's from, by the way, El Reno, Oklahoma. Oh, Sam Pittman is. Softy. (laughs) That's going to be their opener of the season. That's going to be Sam Pittman's first game. Something tells me they're going to be ready for a Mountain West team coming into their place this year. A certain Mountain West program embarrassed them last year. San Jose State, for those of you who don't remember. USF, as you allude to, has a new head coach. Jeff Scott was a co-offensive coordinator for Dabo at Clemson since 2015. Super young guy, 39 years old. USF went 4-8 and eight last year. They lose their top wide receiver, their top running back, and three of their top six tacklers. Obviously, they're going to bring some new uh, program. I feel a little bit revitalized with a Clemson guy coming in. So, some of the names that he'll be able to recruit. Those are long plane rides for both of those especially considering USF is right before the San Diego State Mountain West home opener. You say a split. I think Nevada's going to drop both. I think they can both be competitive, though. Don't cover your losses. Don't cover your tracks there. If you got them losing, you got them losing. Don't don't try and sugarcoat it. Moving on. Fake Matt Mummy. (laughs) With the outcome already known, this is a very fake Matt Mummy question. Which is more satisfying to watch a replay of during quarantine, a sporting event or porn? Let's hear it, bro. You first. How to cook a drug scandal. Be your authentic self. Jesus, what a cop out. If we oh, you're were, telling me to cop out. If we weren't in quarantine, the easy answer is porn. What am I supposed to do? Lie? However, now that we're in quarantine... I was watching 2011 Cowboys Jets on Sunday and was actually interested. That's where we are now. Coin your toss. brain. You got to put a donate your brain to science. Let's see how that thing works. That, that was a well constructed, well paced sentence. Well, that's how we know. That's what I'm known for on the podcast. <laughs> got one question on Facebook from Andrew, also asked last week, so brought it in this week. If David Carter returns to Lawler as an opposing coaching or as, as an opposing coach in a couple of years, would it be bad form to boo him? I'm always pro boo. I don't <laughs> care who it is. I'll boo anyone. While I love the fire here, you can't boo David Carter. Did he win? No. Did it get ugly? Absolutely. He was classy throughout, though. It was like, not like he wasn't trying. It's not like he was tanking. It's not like he disgraced the community or was dis- or didn't represent university well ever he, that he he always was a stand up guy throughout his tenure he just didn't win plus his departure if you want to think about it butterfly effect open the door for Muss to get here nope nope sports fans are irrational boo him boo the hell out of him <laughs> cannot boo david carter cannot do it 
On Instagram, Marcus asks, was getting an Xbox all it was cracked up to be? I have not played as much as I thought I was going to. Hand up, nerd alert. I've been reading a ton. I really played Warzone for the first time, though, last Friday, and it was incredible. I love getting, like, text the boys. I'm like, you guys, you guys trying to drop? You trying to drop in? I just feel like a gamer now. We got sixth place in one of the games. I killed two guys, two kills on the team. Finished sixth place. No big deal. Riding what's high. Your, what's I haven't your, played much, what, what was your KDR? See, the thing is, you there's no KDR in Warzone. You you either die or, or you or you shoot people. Well, that's that sounds like a game I don't want to be playing. It doesn't it's, hold it's, people accountable. It's basically, God, I'm so I'm so bad at video games. What's the the game that came super popular? Hundred v one team deathmatch. No, not Call of Duty. Fortnite. Fortnite. It's like Fortnite, essentially. Call of Duty's equivalent of it. Yeah, don't like it. <laughs> Fake Matt Mummy. Got his two-parter in, obviously. Which coach Alford is going to have more career wins when they retire? This is a question because Corey, Steve's son, took a head coaching gig at an NAIA school in Indiana on Tuesday. That leaves him sitting at career wins zero. Zero career wins for Corey Alford so far. His pops, number 58 on NCAA's all-time list with 528. I'm going to say that's going to be tough to beat, considering only 57 ever have done it. He's got the genetics. It's in his blood. I'm going to choose Steve Alford, though. I think that's the, that's the easy answer. Yeah, I'll second that. Take the safe pick. Seems like something you would do. Yeah, that's what I, you know. Outrageous, pit, outrageous takes. That's what I bring week in and week out. Sometimes. Sometimes you talk about Russell Wilson and Sierra's baby. Well, that is big news that people need to know. If you're not excited about Russell Wilson and Sierra having a baby boy, you got some other issues you might need to get checked out. We need sports back so badly. What did you find for Ren and Reno? Reno once had a 16,000 square foot ice rink that was painstakingly dismantled and moved across the country to what city, Nathan? Somewhere on the East Coast. Somewhere in, like, is it, is it New Jersey? Ooh, good. Atlantic City. Oh, close. Is Atlantic City in New Jersey? I don't know. Probably. I think you're right. <laughs> Neither of us know where this is. All right. You start doing yours. I'm going to figure out where Atlantic where City is. Where is Atlantic City? Just ask Siri. Um, New Jersey. Is it New Jersey? Yeah. Siri's useless. Atlantic City is in New Jersey. Let's go. That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> We're so dumb. Uh, my... <laughs> My random Reno, he also went a little bit geographic with it. Can you name the states that border Nevada? Oh, God. California, Idaho, Arizona, Utah. Is New Mexico in there? Nope. What about Wyoming? Oh, man. No. Kyle, Colorado. No, wow. I know Idaho, California, Utah, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, final it answer? It doesn't border with Oregon, does it? No. Is that your final answer? Does it border with Oregon? Yeah, I'm going to go with those four. I know it's more. Yeah, it borders Oregon, you idiot. Five Damn. states it borders. Damn. You had, you had four of them. Got him. Damn. I'm pissed. I should. I've done. I've done that drive multiple times. I should have known that. 
And that is our show this week. Thank you to all of you who listen to this podcast every single week so you can stay current on everything Nevada as well as Russell Wilson and Sierra Sex Life. Thank you to Nevada baseball coach TJ Bruce for coming on the podcast. Thank you to our partners at Tipsy Elves, at Archie's, at Silver and Blue Outfitters, and Toyabi Golf Club. If you are not already, please subscribe and follow The Reno Slant on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You can find us at The Reno Slant. You can check us out online at TheRenoSlant.com. We'll be back next week, same time, same place for episode 100. 100 episodes. Pretty crazy. Have a great, great weekend, you guys. Go Pack. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Reno Slant, the weekly Nevada sports podcast. Until next week. And we're still not talking about that one basketball coach who's not here anymore. Ho, 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 ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, 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 Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.